0: Hello, 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 dear listener, and how the devil are you? It's Denise here on City Valley Radio, two hours of happy classics from 8 till 10, as always on a Thursday. I'm not with you today. Well, I'm sort of with you. I'm with you in spirit and in voice, but not in body, because I'm not here. So much as I do enjoy it when you ping me in the show, um, you can ping me if you like, but sadly, I'm not going to get the message. <laughs> it's the first day of autumn, don't you know? First of September, what happened to the summer? Did we have one? No, I don't think we did, did we? So I am gonna be that very, very predictable and boring person. And I'm going to play all three <laughs> all three um movements of uh the concerto number three in F major by Vivaldi, which of course is. The four seasons. <laughs> the the autumn bit, don't you know? So anyway, whatever. So um Let's. Should we crack on? Should we crack on? Yes, I'm. I'm a, I'm a bit at sixes and sevens because I'm. I'm actually recording this so that I can still be with you when I'm not here, and I, I do find it a bit odd when I'm recording because it's. It's not the same as having knowing that you're out there and that there, there might be some sort of uh, interaction. So I hope you are still there. Anyway, I found this amazing version of Tico Tico. Now I normally play one which has got um, some clarinet or oboe, isn't it? But I found this one by Al Cayola. Now normally I'll put this piece of music sort of a third of the way down the playlist but this was so lively I could not, I could absolutely not um, play it now at the front end. puts a smile on your face doesn't it (laughs) well that's what happy classics is all about you know so Alcaola there from uh, picoción espanol and no i'm not in spain (laughs) even though you're thinking is she trying to give us a hint here while she's not here on this thursday night no i'm not in spain but don't worry about it um i'm not in this place either (laughs) oh i'm being very silly i'm just just looking at the first sort of quarter of my show i'm thinking what was i thinking (laughs) (laughs) I think I must have been a bit demob happy because I've got lots of silly things in here but let's let's just stick with it shall we let's just stick with it because uh, it's Sunday afternoon the boss isn't here I know it's Thursday night for you but it's Sunday afternoon for me the boss isn't here I can do what I like (laughs) and he'll have to sack me when I get back (gasps) okay so I'm not I'm not in Spain uh, and I'm not in this place which of course uh, is coming up right now can you tell what it is you want to fly <laughs> certainly does the flight to neverland there john williams was the composer and he was conducting the boston pop orchestra from the film hook which i have never seen <laughs> but never mind i'm sure it was great i must get around to seeing that one of these days now what have i got here <laughs> another silly piece of music but you know you can't have too much silliness can you first thing in the show it does get a bit quieter later but uh not now oh no 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 this one starts fairly quiet but it soon warms up and you'll know it From box can-can of course it is from Orpheus and the Underworld the Royal Philharmonic orchestra doesn't say who the conductor was, so pick one what do you want Colin Davis let's have him Neville Mariner maybe Elliot Gardner go on have one of those they're all English by the way did you notice that because <laughs> it was the Royal Phil I think that was taken from an album that has all the uh, the music that they play on the last night of the proms which is always a rousing evening isn't it something a bit more rousing that's a bit of a drunken orgy really <laughs> The Bacchanal, well, it would be, wouldn't it?
1: Um,
0: from Samson and Delilah. So raise a glass or 15. <laughs> Don't get too drunk because I still want you conscious for the other half of the show. <laughs> Was wild, wasn't it? (laughs) The Bacchanal from Samson and Delilah by Saint-Saens, and the Orchestra de Paris were playing it under Daniel Barenboim, but they were had worked up a bit of a glow towards the end of that piece, as I'm sure did anybody who was dancing at that particular bacchanal back in the day. Something a bit more interesting now, and I put these two together. I nearly didn't put. I nearly thought, well, should I put them both in? Should I have one or the other? And I thought, no, let's put them both in because why not? What we're talking about. So, um, for those of you that listen to my show regularly, you know that I rather like my bit of uh, fantasy and, on occasion, a bit of sci-fi. Well, will hear both, but almost back to back. I will chat between the two because you know you can't keep me can't keep me quiet, can you? <laughs> Which I suppose is what you need in a radio presenter. You don't want me sitting here quiet, do you? Well, you do. Well, maybe you do. Let me know. Well, you can't let me know, can you? Because I'm not really here. Um, I'm summarised. You can let me know next week when I'm back. <laughs> Denise, we like it when you're quiet. Uh, no, you don't. Admit it. You don't really. Anyway, so shall I, shall I crack on? Yes, let's do that. So, um, this is a, only a short piece of music, but it's from, um, a television program. It's from His Dark Materials by Philip Pullman and uh, Lauren Balfour did the, um, to the uh, music for us, and this is the, the the main theme tune, only one and a half minutes, but quite stirring. brilliant TV series. I saw the first two. I think no, first saw the first one. Did I see the second one? I think I might have done. I certainly haven't seen the third. Did they do the third? I don't know. Anyway, the 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 trilogy itself, the the books are fantastic and. uh, And I did read those. Um, My boys were teenagers at the time, a thousand years ago. (laughs) They wouldn't thank me for that, would they? Because that would mean that they'd be a thousand, which would make me Methuselah. But I'm not quite that old. Anyway, um, really great books by Philip Pullman and done very well by the BBC, actually, that series. Certainly the first series was great. And uh, obviously the second series, if I did watch it, it hasn't landed quite as well. So if that's the case, I probably didn't watch the third Anyway, shall I just stop waffling and get on with the next one? <laughs> now this is now this is interesting, isn't it? Doctor Who. Who was your Doctor Who? Because every generation has their own, don't they? I mine was John Pertwee, really. Although Patrick Troughton was my very first doctor that I remember, but it was John Pertwee that got it for me because I was a child at the time, and he just had that amazing, he had that amazing bouffant hair, didn't he? And uh, and he was always so very dapper. And uh, I can't believe that they made him Wurzel Gummidge after that because he was always so well turned out as a doctor. Anyway, I didn't get into the Peter Davison, and it was the guy with the scarf. I can't remember him, and uh, all those. I, they didn't do it for me because by that time I had, you know, I, I was sort of out of Doctor Who. And then, of course, you have your kids, and then and then they brought Doctor Who back, and it was fantastic, wasn't it? And um, Eccleston, Peter Eccleston, was his name? Peter, I think it was. Uh, did um, the first one? He was all right, but it was uh, it was your man. David Tennant, wasn't it? That really gripped the role and just made it his own, brought it to life. And when he finished, I thought, oh, no one's going to be able to follow him. And then Matt Smith came in and he was absolutely awesome. So definitely David Tennant and Matt Smith. And I've not watched this since Matt Smith, like I said, I did try, but it just, you know, I couldn't watch it. And, uh, because once something's done really, really well, I, I would hate to be Doctor Who. How on earth do you follow those guys that have done it? Anyway, uh, this is, um, this is a piece from one of the Matt Smith, Series. It's called "I Am the Doctor," and um, it was uh, the soundtrack for the t- 2010 series, which was 13 years ago. Good grief! And Murray Gold was the composer, and he is conducting the soundtrack orchestra. Excitement, don't you think? I used to love Matt Smith doing Doctor Who. Anyway, it's all good stuff, isn't it? And I don't watch much TV these days, I have to say. I'm, uh, if I do watch anything, it's only when I'm ironing. <laughs> I'm doing a bit of knitting if I'm a bit tired. I'm generally busy most evenings running around doing various things, including on a Thursday evening doing this show, which I have to say is one of the high spots of my week. I do love it and I do hope you do as well. Because uh, I I do enjoy putting the music together and sometimes I'll go off on a bit of a riff and see a a regular piece of music that I will play and then go and find another version of it and think, oh, I'll play that, a bit like I did with that Tico Tico at the beginning of the show. So, uh, and it is two hours where I can just totally indulge myself and just play what I like, because I do. And here is something that I definitely like, and I'm sure I did this last year. (laughs) I'm being Mrs. Boring, I apologise. I cannot believe it is already the first day of autumn, the 1st of September. Sorry, the first week of September is not it? the 7th, isn't it? Because I keep, I'm getting my days confused because, of course, I'm recording this a few days before I go away. So here we are, first week of September and it's already autumn and it's, it's like, where did this, did, did we have a summer? I don't think we did really, did we? It was all a bit rubbish. June was fantastic and then just nothing after that. Very, very sad, bit of a washout. But uh, but never mind. I actually rather like all the seasons, and I particularly like autumn because of the change of the colours of the trees. And um, and also, I do start towards the end of September. I start planning my Christmas baking. Oh yes, <laughs> of which more later. Oh no, we, did, we already had it, didn't we? We had the. Uh, did we have, have? Whatever we did. Um, I think I've been a bit naughty. Do, 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 I do you know? I've, I've, I've recorded this show as well. I put the one together for this Thursday. I've got a sneaking suspicion. It's not this show. Is it this show? No, it's last... Ah, oh, yes. If you listen to me on Thursday, this... Like, if it, had you listened to me on Thursday, Gone, which was live, I did play a bit of Christmas music when the boss wasn't there, but which is great. But I'm not going to play Christmas music today.
1: <laughs>
0: Although I will start playing... I'll start humming and doing various Christmassy things once September really gets going because um, I will start making my little lists and, you know, what am I going to big for whom... And I've already had a few orders for my Stollen and my Christmas puddings. I'm going to have to start opening my own bakery because um, I've been doing Christmas baking for years. And every year the list grows just a little bit longer for people that decide they want a homemade Christmas cake or pudding or something daft. And I just love it. And I love music as well, which is great. But going back to the music tonight... So I did this last, I'm pretty sure I did this last year. I I did play all of Vivaldi's uh, Autumn, but because each movement is different, they they come in the wrong order. So I'm going to play number one now, but number two and three are going to be reversed. It's going to be three and two uh, a bit later in the show. But actually, we just do that now. Shall we have the London Chamber Orchestra with their version of a violin concerto in F major? The Autumn One. Great stuff, isn't it? The autumn. And uh yeah, it it almost feels like um well, it sounds like what it is, doesn't it? You can you can hear a bit of a wind blowing there and maybe the leaves start to fall off the trees. Christopher Warren Green there conducting the London Chamber Orchestra. And more autumn later because we haven't got enough it being the first week of September. Oh I shouldn't bang on about it. I know that for a lot of people, um moving into the darker evenings can be a bit sort of uh, harbinger of doom type thing. But I, I think it's such a lovely time of the year. I, I like the winter as well. Not many people, you know, like the dark nights, the early nights. Uh, I don't mind them. I rather like them. Because I think, you know, if you, if you lived in a country, you know, say you lived in California, and every day was sunny. It's like, oh, yeah. You'd soon get bored with it, wouldn't you? And the, the one thing about the English, is we're always talking about the weather, aren't we? Because we have a lot of it. <laughs> and certainly down here in the southwest, um, because we're also exposed to the elements, um, being coastal and everything, and Devon, of course, having two coasts, north and south, uh, we get a lot of weather, and so there's always a, there's always something to talk about, isn't there? If you can't think of anything, we always talk about the weather. I've got to say, I'm not I'm not one for small talk, and and you're going to say, well, why are you doing a radio show, Denise? Because all you do is small talk and chat between. Uh chat between the music and I do but um if I'm going to be sitting down having a chat I want to talk about I want to get my teeth into something <laughs> something more than the weather but obviously not on the radio <laughs> so let's talk about something else let's talk about a farandol. doll is that a dance I'm not quite sure um but anyway it's part of Bizet's La Lécienne suite and this I think it's quite majestic this actually have a listen It up while I was listening to that, it is, it is a dance. <laughs> it's, um, it's a dance, though. I sort of hold hands and do whatever. I think it's one of those. Anyway, Anthony Bramwell conducting the Slovak Philharmonic Orchestra. <clears throat> what have we got now? Ah, a bit of Chitmeroso. We don't hear from him very much, do we? And we should hear more from him. I keep saying that every time I play this. I say I must play more Chitmeroso than I don't, but that's uh, very naughty of me. But here he is now, and uh, wow, it's just a great piece of music. Chimarosa, wonderful uh, composer of oboe music, and that's just lovely. So that was Patrick Strub conducting the Stuttgart. No, he was on the oboe. Sorry, and the Stuttgart Arcata, Oh, I get it right. Chamber orchestra was conducted by. This is a weird name, but I'm going to try it. Lachos Lanches. I think that's how it's pronounced. I hope he's all. I think that's all right, Lachos. Anyway, whatever. Um, I'm sure he's not listening to my show. <laughs> Better things to do with his time on a Thursday night. But in Mendelssohn now, I love Mendelssohn. The reason I like Mendelssohn the most is because um, he uh, was invited by uh, Schubert's brother George to come and look at all this lovely music that his brother Franz had written in his short life. And um, and he, he realised what an amazing cache of, what was a treasure of... Uh, Wonderful music, and uh, I love I love Bert Schubert. I think I'm have some Schubert in tonight. Um, if not, I was playing it last week. I can't remember one or the other. I'm, I'm, I'm losing my days. Um, so, uh, so I like Mendelssohn for that. But he also wrote some great music, didn't he? And he wrote the the incidental music for *Midsummer Night's Dream*, including, of course, the uh, the, the the wedding march, which a lot of people use for their weddings. Da, 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 that one, yeah. But I'm not playing that tonight. <laughs> just in case you're thinking oh she's going to play the wedding march no i'm going to play symphony number no. five known as the reformation and this is great so john elliott gardner is going to be conducting the london symphony orchestra in the second movement from that piece That's just glorious, isn't it? John Elliot Gardner conducting the LSO for the second movement of Mendelssohn's Symphony No. 5, The Reformation. I just love that. Now, here's a really cute little piece of music. I mean, we started off the show, didn't we, with a Tico Tico, a bit silly. And this is also a silly, maybe a little bit sillier. <laughs> uh, dear, maybe I'm just a bit dim happy because I'm not going to be here. Well, I am here, but I'm not here, as I've said earlier in the show. So... Uh, Leroy Anderson, he's great for doing daft things with music, isn't he? And this is, this is one such. I'll just play it. You can have a giggle. often you get a whoopee whistle is it in the middle of uh, happy classics here on Sid valley radio oh dear, 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 dear. Richard Heyman and he was conducting his own symphony orchestra well why not um plink plank plonk of course you knew that didn't you surely Leroy Anderson great exponent of silly music He'd, he he of uh, well various silly ones and no doubt I should be playing more at some point in the future so let's have our next piece of autumn music. Now that we're a week into autumn, it being the first week of September, and as I said a minute ago, it is a Concerto Number Whatever in F Whatever, whatever it, it is,
1: <laughs>
0: otherwise known as the Four Seasons by Vivaldi. And here we go. This is the third movement. We've had the first. The second will come last. Don't worry about the order being back to front. It's it's all good. just great stuff isn't it i, I, I think I, I might have mentioned on many an occasion that uh, the first full work all classical work i ever had was vivaldi's four seasons and that was the academic chamber orchestra of moscow who knew there was one <laughs> well obviously there is and you didn't know that until i told you, did you a, a so go back to it, yes, it was my very first work that i had in my car and i played it on a loop wore out the cassette alexander Rudin was conducting that wonderful Muscovite orchestra. Now, we're all already halfway through the show, and I'm, I'm sure you're thinking, well, maybe you're not. Well, if, well, you should be thinking, Denise, you haven't played any of your Holy Trinity yet. Well, let's put that right, shall we? Holy Trinity, Mozart, Beethoven and Bach. And um, I think that's the order I've got them in this evening. I've got, but, uh, I'll say that again. I've got Mozart first. And this is a great piece of music. I love a bit of flute. And here's James Galway doing the honours. Grace, isn't it? I love a bit of Mozart. I play him every week, as you know. Sir Neville Mariner conducting the Academy of St Martin and Fields and the wonderful Sir James Galway on the flute. I always find the flute a bit odd. Why do you play? Why would you hold an instrument sideways? I don't understand that. <laughs> Never mind. Doesn't matter, does it? It still sounds wonderful. And we might as well just crack on with our next Holy Trinity member. Why wouldn't you do that on a Thursday evening if you could? Well, I'm doing it. Don't stop me. You can't. So this is a very, very well-known piece. It's the longest piece of music on the show this evening, 12 minutes long. So time for you to uh, get a cup of tea or something more interesting. Put your feet up and relax and listen to this. And it's very, very well-known. Um, he didn't call it the Pastoral Symphony. But because when he wrote about it, Beethoven, he did say that this particular piece of music did engender uh, warm and happy feelings of when you go out walking in the countryside. And because of that, I think it was somebody English that said, yeah, we'll call it the Pastoral but its its real name is the symphony number no. 6 in f major and this is the first movement from that iconic piece Wonderful, isn't it? Wasn't it Billy Joel that said he wished he'd been born Beethoven? <laughs> Just be yourself, Billy. Everyone else is taken. Uh, but yeah, why wouldn't you want to have that immense talent? James Loughran there conducting the London Philharmonic Orchestra. Beautiful pastoral symphony. So a bit of modern uh, music now. And this is, I do like Oliver Davis, modern composer. And he's done various concertos, including this guitar concerto. So this is the third movement from that. I think it's a great piece of music. You tell me what you think. What do you think of that <laughs> great piece of music there's various people mentioned in this piece i'm not quite sure who played what but oliver davis was certainly playing he was the uh composer of that piece of music oliver davis henry hansen uh sergey puccini fancy trying to live up to that name tricky one and oliver was. Now, the um, Budapest Scoring Symphony Orchestra backed them all up and Peter Alenyi was uh, conducting. So, which of those four guys was playing the guitar and everything else, I don't know. <laughs> but whatever it was, it's a great piece of music, isn't it? That's from um, Oliver Davis's album Solace. And I have played... Um, I not he got something called Four, Four Pieces for Two Brothers or Two Pieces for Four Brothers or something? I'm, I've, I've played some of that before. I think Oliver Davis, he's such an exciting, uh, new composer. I say new, that, that album's a couple of years old, but he's got a couple of, he's got a few albums. And if you look, if you go to see them, if you go and look on Spotify or wherever else you to get your music, each album's got a white background, then he's got geometrical shapes. And, uh, it's very pretty how they're done because they're all done in like a, a semicircle or something with different colors and, and, and graduated sizes and shading. It's really very pretty. Whoever did that, um, that, uh, work, the, the, uh, the pictures for his, um, for his albums. Cause it's very difficult, isn't it, these days? Cause back in the day, back in the day, you know, um, when you had the long player, the RPM, 33 RPM album, you know, you could do some really exciting, um, Album covers, and some of them became really iconic, didn't they? You know, *Sgt. Pepper's* and uh, what was that one with the um, with the fa- with the you know who I mean, Pink Floyd with the pig over the Battersea Power Station. Can't remember what the name of the album was, but you, the, the image stays in your head, doesn't it? So there's some really uh, fantastic artwork, a bit difficult these days. because We went to CDs, didn't we? And they were quite small. And then we'll, we stream everything now, don't we? So trying to get your album seen, you've got to make it uh, eye-catching so everybody knows it's you. So I think that it's a bit of branding, isn't it? That whoever his graphic designer was for Oliver Davis's albums, he's actually taken that uh, image of the white background, the geometrical shapes, the the pastel shading and the different sizing. He's done that. And of course, as soon as you see... Um, one of those albums, you know, it's, it's Oliver Davis, which is great. I often play him at home, actually, because it's quite nice music. If I'm bimbling around in the kitchen doing stuff and I have no doubt at all, I might, mind you, because say when I do my Christmas baking, I'll, I'll dig him up. I think I allow myself some Christmas music, even in September and October when I'm doing puddings and things that need to be matured. I think I do treat myself to a little bit of Christmas music, even though it's not December. Otherwise, it's always December always the <laughs> I'm a bit of a Christmas purist as my boys will tell you so what have we got now here's one that was used on the telly uh interesting one I'm trying to remember which I think it was Lloyd's Bank yeah it was <laughs> Eliza's Aria, that's a great piece, isn't it, by Elena in and Tyler Rick's Office spurious album was uh, playing. That's just great stuff, isn't it? And it was on the telly. I'm pretty sure it was, um, I'm pretty sure it was Lloyd's Bank. They do, do, they do, do, do rip off a load of classical music, don't they, for, for the TV? But that's OK, because it brings uh, classical music to the masses half the time. They don't even know what it is. They just think it's great music, but it is. Hey-ho, what have we got now? Um, oh, now this is, this is a piece of opera, but I've, 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 chosen um, an orchestral version of it because um, I like this piece of music but I do find I do find um, this is going to sound really rude (laughs) I don't want to take anything away from Catherine Jenkins or any of the other ladies that have sung this Um, but I do find uh, a soprano solo on this just a bit too much for me (laughs) so my apologies to all of those wonderful soloists but I'm going to play O Mio Bambino Caro Uh, But Joshua Bell's going to play. He's going to conduct uh, the Academy of St Martin in the Fields, as well as play what would have been the um, soprano solos bit. But uh, anyway, you'll enjoy it, I'm sure. (laughs) Or maybe next time I'll play it with the with the singer, maybe. It's just gorgeous, isn't there? A bit of Puccini there. Oh, mio bambino caro. Oh, my dear father. Uh, how do you follow that? Why you follow it with a bit more autumn? <laughs> Concerto number 3 in F Major. This is the second movement. And now we've got the Chamber Orchestra. Um Which one? The Salzburg, sorry. Sal- Salzburg Chamber Orchestra. Get it right in a minute. And who's going to be conducting that for us? This is Alexander von Pittermich I think that's how you pronounce it Alexander von Pitimitch. anyway the, the second movement but the third and final piece of our uh, lovely Vivaldi four seasons autumn It's just ever so quiet, isn't it? And then it goes into that final piece I don't know whatever it is. You know, I played it before. It's a great piece of television music. I played quite a bit from the television tonight today, haven't I? Anyway, it doesn't matter because it's all good. This is this was voted actually on another radio station's uh, chart as the most favourite of the UK's T V themes. It's certainly my favourite. I think Barrington Falung did a very, very good job of putting this together. For Inspector Morse, of course. just brilliant piece of music and uh, Barrington for himself was conducting the soundtrack orchestra on that I'm just going through the um I'm just working my way through the Moore series on uh, is it Netflix at the moment no ITV plus I think it is and uh, it's taken me a long time because I don't often watch television as I mentioned earlier only when I'm doing some ironing or something I don't iron every week what I like to do because I'm so sad I actually really love ironing so why don't I iron every week? Because I like to do a big marathon. <laughs> so I save up all my ironing and then I probably do it every three weeks or something <laughs> when I need something. But I I'm not one of these people that just a just in time bit of ironing, like I'll just quickly iron that before I put it on. I like having a nice big pile and just working my way through it. It's great. So that does not mean you can drop your ironing around to give, you know, to give me something to do. <laughs> I am otherwise busy. But I do like I do like to set aside an evening or a nice Saturday or Sunday afternoon just to get the iron out and just watch a bit of telly. And it's usually, at the moment, it's going to be more. So and I don't know what I'm going to do when that finishes. Maybe I'll move on to Lewis, because that was always very good, wasn't it, with Kevin Waitley. What have I got for you now? Ah, oh, yes. But a gadfly, Shostakovich, what a great name. <laughs> this is a brilliant piece of music. It's, uh, it, well, it's just lovely, isn't it? It's a romance. It's a romance. It's just absolutely delightful, isn't it? (sighs) Shostakovich. I I don't know what to say to that, really. It's just such a fantastic piece of music. Christina Ortiz was playing the piano. She was uh, accompanied by the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra and all of them were looked after beautifully by Vladimir Ashkenazi. This is a great little piece of music. It's Philip Lane's... um, suite of cotswold folk dances and this is my favorite one from them i've played it many a time on the show and every time i play i will say the same thing i'm going to say it again now constant billy sounds like a really nice guy most beautiful piece of music and uh, all the better for being a bit of English, Cotswold folk dance. And that was the Royal Ballet Sinfonia under Gavin Sutherland. Now we've got our third and final member of our Holy Trinity now. And this is (laughs) Sleepers Awake, Let's Do That Thing. But no, not really, not this time of the night because it's coming up for 10 o'clock, isn't it? So uh, maybe not awake too much. And that's why, even though it says Sleepers Awake, it's not that loud a piece of music. Jess Bach, of course, the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra under James Morgan. Can't beat a bit of bark, can you? And we're down to the last piece of music on the show this evening. I really hope you've enjoyed it. Um, I will be back in real life person next week. Um, in the meantime, I'm not going to have to play all of this, unfortunately, because I've been doing that chat thing. So we might hear half of it. <laughs> it is um, Debussy's Claire de Lune. Alexander Turow is going to play that from the Sweet Burger Mask, of course. In the meantime, I hope you have a lovely week and I'll see you, I'll speak to you next week for more happy classics here on Sid Valley Radio.
1: Good night.